BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. My next guest wrote these words. Barry Tactile is 51. He decided to try Ozempic together with his wife last February. She stopped shortly after because of side effects while Tactile, a job recruiter in Merrick, New York, stayed on, losing 41 pounds so far. He plans to go off the drug soon. He's proud of himself. He's never managed to lose that much weight before. He says that his wife, Debbie Schubert, has been supportive. She's also made comments that he has found hurtful, warning him that he may regain the weight and telling her mother in front of him, that he still has a belly. Quote, I think there's a little bit of resentment that I am taking the easy way out and she had to stop, Tactile says. Schubert says she's happy her husband looks and feels better and is sorry that she hurt his feelings. She worries that patients gain weight after Ozempic and she wants him to understand that he needs to make lifestyle changes to keep the weight off. I tell him, if you really want to make a change, You're going to have to make better choices, says Schubert, who's 48 and manages a plastic surgeon's office. This appeared in the Wall Street Journal under the headline, On Ozempic and Feeling Judged for Taking the Easy Way Out. And it inspired today's poll question at Smirconish.com, which asks, Are those losing weight through new meds taking the easy way out? Elizabeth Bernstein writes the Bonds on Relationships column for the Wall Street Journal, which explores social psychology and the manifold aspects of human interactions. In her column, she focuses on how we best relate to others and to ourselves. Elizabeth, I have to say you totally opened my eyes to something I hadn't thought about. It didn't occur to me that there would be this potential shaming issue among those who have lost a lot of weight, either through Ozempic or Wagovi. Exactly. Well, it's always great. A journalist wants to hear they open someone's eyes. But, uh, you know, I didn't realize it was this prevalent, these kinds of issues either, until I started to look at this article and uh, really report this story. And we were very interested in Ozempic at the Wall Street Journal. It's, it's overturning sort of weight loss, um, all sorts of things, the weight loss industry. And so I decided to look at what it does sort of in a family or in a marriage, in a relationship. And I really didn't expect all of this either, but it, but it does cause, cause some sticky issues. Yeah, like Elizabeth Owen, who begins your piece, her husband took a different view. She says, he told me I was cheating the system. What does that mean? He, she, he 
thought when she came home and said, my doctor prescribed this for my pre-diabetes, but I'm really excited. I'm going to finally lose these pandemic pounds I can't get off. He, he thought, well, come on, you can work out. You can keep eating right. You know, she was trying. She had a trainer and was working, trying to eat healthy. But he said, you know, you could keep doing this. You don't need to take that medicine. And he, he poo-pooed it. He dismissed it. And she went ahead and took it and, and did, you know, lost the weight she wanted to lose on it. But she was hurt. She thought at the time, like, are you kidding me? You're my husband. Why don't you support me in this? It sounds like many are so kind of stressed at the prospect that they will be looked down upon for having, quote unquote, taken the easy way out that they don't share with friends and family, that they're even on the meds and losing the weight and conversations that you would expect to flow if there weren't the availability of the meds just don't even take place. Like, you know, some don't dare say, oh, you look great because, uh oh, that could open up the door as to why you're looking great. Exactly. Or even, you know, if I tell you now you look great, you know, am I am I saying you didn't look great before? Um, but a lot of this also comes from there's a lot of stigma against mm-hmm. overweight people. And so mm-hmm. I think that's one reason these are people who felt really embarrassed before about their weight and struggling with it and self-conscious and, and felt that stigma. So now they're even more reluctant to say I'm taking a medicine that they know people do view as sort of um, like a magic pill, an easy sort of thing. That's again, the stigma, you should work harder. But, but obesity is a disease. I don't I don't remember similar discussions when the and and obviously not as widespread, but when the topic was bariatric surgery. I I, exactly. And and I think there were, though, I was fascinated to find this out. There were similar problems in relationships when people had that surgery and lost a lot of weight. A lot of the same issues came up. And in fact, there's a term bariatric divorce. Apparently, there's a, a number of divorces after that happened. You know, so it's interesting. But I think bariatric surgery is seen as, you know, it's not that easy. Taking this medicine is just viewed, especially by people not taking it as easy, easy way out. I, they, don't, I think, they don't really know the side effects. Elizabeth, I think I think you put your finger on it. I think maybe psychologically, and, and I know you spoke to some clinical psychologists and professionals, and I'll, I'll ask in a moment, what did you learn from them? But maybe... Maybe the idea is, well, they had surgery like, damn, that's you know, they went under a knife for that. So that showed some effort as opposed to an injection in your belly where you lose 44 pounds. Exactly. It just is seen as harder. Many people are told to lose weight, to get healthy enough to have a surgery, too. So they there's a lot of effort in that. And, you know, if you've got a you know, if you've had that procedure, it's not easy. And so I think that might be the bigger part of this. This is just seeing like you, it's, it's, you don't see it happening when you're not the person doing it. If they went and took a shot, you know, you think they're cheating. That's uh, over and over. I heard that. So as to the, the shame issue, if that's a proper label or taking the easy way out, what did you learn from the professionals with whom you spoke? What do they say? So the, the doctors, the MDs, you know, who treat obesity has said uh, that this is a very important drug for, for obesity, that it, it really takes away the cravings people have. And they, they were clear that obesity is a disease. It's not just simply I'm too lazy to diet or work out. 
So they were clear about that. And then the psychologists, the clinical psychologists who deal with the patients, um, with the thinking, sort of the cognitive side of it, all said, look, your health is your decision. You don't have to, if you're taking this medicine, you don't need to tell other people unless you feel like it. If you want to, you should. But, but they also sort of try to, they are concerned that a lot of people work very hard on the other side. Think, and I didn't think of this before either, but think of the other side, the eating disorder side. Those people have worked very hard over years to get um, sort of their mind around how their body is, to work on their body image. And so this clinical psychologists also worry about this drug uh, being something that will push eating disorders. So it's, it's complicated all around. You know, you're reminding me of a conversation we had here recently where there was there was new thinking that said, if you're at a cocktail party or otherwise meeting someone for the first time, the first word or question out of your mouth should not be, oh, Elizabeth, and what do you do for a living? Instead, you should ask, I think the mindset was one of, you should ask about someone's passion. So, Elizabeth, what drives you? What are you most interested in? And that was kind of interesting. I think we're now similarly headed in a direction where you're going to see an old friend whose appearance has changed, and you're not going to say a damn thing. You're not. And I think people in this world are so worried, too, right? We've been told every single thing we can't say. And so I did talk to a woman in this story who had lost 100 pounds. She's five mm. foot two. That's a significant amount of yeah. weight. And sure. people don't say, like the, the other parents of her children at soccer games and school functions, they, say they nothing. don't say a word. Exactly. And she was very, you know, upset about this. And she said, I know them. They they pry into every piece of my life. You know, come on. They know I lost all this weight. They know I look better. But, you know, again, it could be a function of our world. Excuse me. We do not want to, you know, comment on someone's body. We now that's been drilled into us for a number of years. And so it's it's just such we have we gotten to the point too, like where we can't say, Hey, you look great. You did you lose weight when someone's lost that much weight? So what are you what are you going to do? You invested the time, you've studied the subject, you've interviewed the people. If if Elizabeth Bernstein from the Wall Street Journal, who writes the bonds on relationships column, now sees an old friend who has dropped a lot, are you saying anything? I think I will try to say something. I always err on the side of trying to be super nice. So I think I would say, I will say something um, and then hope that, you know, if I've offended them, I've offended them by being nice. <laughs> but because if you it occurs to me like this is like a Seinfeld thing. If you if you say nothing, if a person maybe not 100 pounds, but a person who dropped like 30 pounds and you see them, and it's an, a noticeable difference and you say nothing. Aren't you buying into the idea that they took yes. an easy way out? I mean, you're kind of endorsing the shame factor. I think you are by not yeah. saying something, yes. endorsing the shame factor. But right. there's a difference between saying, you know, hey, you look great. You know, did you lose weight? And hey, are you on Ozempic? I went right. to no, I'm not gonna do um, that. a work function. Exactly. I went to a work dinner last night with some colleagues I hadn't seen in a long time. And, you know, a, a colleague and a friend, someone I know pretty well, I hadn't seen in a while, you know, said to me, you know, I, we were just talking about how much food they were laying out here. And I said, I got to stop eating. And she said, oh, I heard you were on Ozempic. You wrote that story. And so I thought, what? I'm a reporter. I wrote about Ozempic. Same as you're a reporter. Right. And so I just yeah, burst out yeah. laughing. And right. so I but the thing is, it's such in the forefront that we could say these things to each other. You're, you know, the correct thing to say is, hey, you look great. <laughs> Not, yeah. you know, you what did you do? Oh, Are geez, you, you look great. Yeah. Hey, Elizabeth, mm -hmm. nice but, to see you. Damn, you look good. Forgotten. Right.
<laughs> or, or should we just or should exactly. we just wait or should we just wait for Larry David to do a curb episode on this cuz you know it's coming. You know it's coming. You know it's coming, yeah. Then then we'll know how to act and not to act and not to act. Right. Elizabeth, that was really <laughs> really interesting. Thank you so much for your willingness to stop by and discuss it. Thanks so much for having me. That's Elizabeth Bernstein, ladies and gentlemen, from the Wall Street Journal. What are you doing, TC? Oh, you know I'm fascinated by this. What are you going to say? Okay, so I find Listen, it very – there's so many TC, layers. TC, dare I say. What? Y- you, look, you, look, <laughs> you look tone. You look tone. Okay, but the problem with, with and, recognizing and what I, and someone – And what, what do I say? The problem with recognizing someone – what? What do I say? What do you mean what do you I say? I say, damn, you look tone. Right, you do. But the problem with recognizing when someone is looking better or toned yeah. is then you know that they recognize it when you're not. Like, no, if you we recognize really, someone no, no, on the down no, end, no, we then you really, recognize someone on the top we end. Paying attention, but no, now we're like, no, wow, nothing. you look hey, good. You, you look got great. some definition to you. I would, I would always say that. But the last time I did in front of Emma, she, Emma, my twenty, almost twenty-six-year-old daughter, she said that was not appropriate. That one ought not to mention their, you know, very millennial of her, right? Right. I mean, you're not going to say anything about right. appearance. I would always, but I always err on the side of being very complimentary, especially to women. I just think it's. I think it's hard no matter how you do it. Some, uh, sometimes it takes me a little bit to kind of work out the issues that I'm discussing. And then I have a eureka moment. What and is I, your eureka moment? My eureka moment is that if you – of course people can call and they can, call. They, can, they can discuss this. Yes, yes, yes. If you have a friend whose appearance has significantly changed, weight loss yes. has significantly changed, and you don't comment on it, I think, like, what would be, you know, like, what are those thought bubbles? Yeah. Like, thought yeah, bubble yeah. would be, oh, so he thinks I took the easy way out because I took Ozempic. Otherwise, if we didn't have Ozempic and all we had was the gym and calorie counting, he would have certainly said something. Really? So he must think, well, why wouldn't you? Why can't you just say you look great, not mention Ozempic at all? Um, no, 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 no. I wouldn't. Let me be crystal clear. I would never bring up Ozempic. I would never bring up Ozempic. Do you think people bring up Ozempic anywhere other than Hollywood? I don't know. That's what I need callers for. But wait, I'm I'm not maybe okay, I'm not articulating not. this clearly. Let's try again. You've dropped a lot of weight. Okay, got it. And I now see you. And say nothing. And say nothing. You think that I'm gonna think that oh, you think yeah, that I'm on Ozempic. Th- ex- he right, exactly. I'm and, sorry, but like we And get- he's not, and and he's not giving me credit for it because he thinks I took the easy way out. I believe this is absurd, though. This is like saying that you shouldn't run on a treadmill, you should only run outside. Or this is like saying you shouldn't um, use... Uh, you know, a, a new moisturizer or something. Of course, you should use any tool at your disposal to look or be exactly how you want to be. You are passing judgment on a person by not telling them and again i don't mean five pounds i mean like a significant yeah, weight yeah. loss like the kind of thing that of course you're going to notice like you don't get credit for good skin if you have a facelift do you get credit for a suntan if you're under a um a heat okay, lamp or great. whatever the hell that is love it you know i don't what know else I don't, oh you know you're under a lamp because right. after all it's february and you didn't go anywhere what if you use one of those vibrating plank things and, and that helps you tone With, your muscles well i use that <laughs> i use the one that has that really wide belt and i put it around my lower back and i just stand there yes like it's a 1950s Mad Men episode. Wait, do you? No. Oh my where, God, I thought you were serious. You even, where could you even get one? No, I'm on. I've just unlocked this. I've just totally. Okay. T- okay. I've totally unlocked. Unlocked. It. And the bottom line is this, because I know you're you're looking to me for guidance, all of you, for how to lead your lives. When you see a friend who has dropped significant weight, 
definitely say, you look great. Of course you don't talk methodology. But you say, wow, you really look great. You know, congratulations, you look great. That's it. Yeah, but you can ask. You don't me. ignore it. Okay, you never ignore it. But as a friend, wouldn't you say, how'd you do it? Like, this is incredible. I would want to yeah, know. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I'm doing that. I would want to know only because think... I'm so interested in food you and working know out. Okay, burn some calories or go on Ozempic. Okay, oh, that's it. Oh, oh. Um, ladies and gentlemen, yes, it is the poll question of the day today. Are those losing weight through new meds taking the easy way out? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listen to Michael live, weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. I told TC that if I'm not going under the knife, if if there's a part of me that could use a little work, though, it would definitely be my gut. Yeah, okay. And I think my eyes are going to catch up to me in a television realm. But what else did you just say to me? You just said to me, tell what, not, whatever, whatever I say, you, you said, are allowed to tell them. You said, I am not giving up eating and drinking. Oh, I also said that I don't think Ozempic would be for me or Wagovi because uh, food is one of the great pleasures of life. That and, is true. And so is booze. Yeah. And I think it makes you, I think there are also I don't have any intention serious, to give up either. serious side effects. I think it can, can make you really sick. Of the food or the booze? Steve, you're in San Diego. I appreciate your telephone call. What kind of surgery did you have? I had the gastric sleeve, bariatric surgery. I lost 119 pounds. Damn. And I knew knew that people would think that I uh, was taking the easy way out. But I thought, you know, why take the harder, slower route when I've got high blood pressure, prediabetes, I had stage one kidney disease, and now all of those things are gone. And I think it was the smartest decision I've ever made. 
Okay, well, I'm, I'm all for I'm all for your health and your happiness. I have to ask this. So now you have the surgery, and when you would see people, because you you dropped a lot, when you would see people who hadn't seen mm-hmm. you for a while, how did they react to you? Like, would they acknowledge it? They did. The, the best response I got was from somebody at a funeral that I hadn't seen in many years, and he walked up to me and he said, Steve, you look like you're doing well. And I thought that was such a good way to put it because it didn't emphasize my weight. It just emphasized that I looked like I was healthy. Steve, uh, you look like you're doing well. The most. Yeah, I yeah, mean that would be, that would that be the type of thing I would say. I would I would never pursue it beyond like Steve, you look good. Steve, good to how about this one? Steve, good to see you looking so well. Isn't that a nice way to say it? Oh, that's yeah, that's excellent. Absolutely. Steve, it's good yeah. to see you looking so well. All right, my man. Uh, thank you, Steve. This is uh, Barbara in Tampa. Hi, Barbara. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I've struggled with my weight for years. Right. I've taken every diet program there is, mm. and um, I was going to Weight Watchers. I don't know if you know this. Weight Watchers closed a tremendous amount of centers all around the country because they're offering. Wagovi through doctors, they're trying to hook, they hook you up with doctors that will prescribe it. It's very expensive. It's not something can anybody can do. But when our center closed, half of the women went on, and the people that were there went on the weight loss drugs. My doctor won't let me because I have other health conditions. So I kind of get annoyed, you know, I'm going to this weight loss support group and I'm the only one who's struggling and they're like, oh, I'm doing great on this new drug, you know? Well, I mean, you're raising so a good a issue. In a lot of ways, I do think you're cheating, you know? If, if, you, if, you are, if you had to pay for it because there's no coverage, I guess if you're, let me think out loud, which is dangerous. If I'm getting it prescribed because I'm diabetic, I imagine it's covered, right? No, it's but not. Not at all. They consider it a tier five drug. So oh, you still have right. to pay a couple of hundred a month for it. Jesus, why Why do the so insurance think, companies get away with this? All the stuff that we really need, they never pay for. Well, that's because also it's still kind of new and there's still patents on it. Mm-hmm. Part of it's that reason. It's kind of like taking a acetaminophen versus Tylenol. Right. So uh, on my poll, also, on my poll question, I mean, on my poll question, you definitely are in the category who think they are taking the easy way out. Yeah, and and I mean because it's just there, and and wait, I mean, look at Weight Watchers is kind of almost pushing it because people aren't losing fast enough because we live in a society of instant gratification. We How about this? You know, one? they want they one? want things oh. now. They don't want to work for things. We we have and, established. And the other side of all that is even you know <laughs> bariatric surgery. That was your other thing. Bariatric yeah. surgery. That's usually. That's another thing. You just can't walk into a doctor's and say, oh, I want to have a gastric bypass. They have to be medical reasons for them to even authorize that. So usually, because they have to put you under, it's not done with local anesthesia or anything. So for a doctor to do all that and put you under anesthesia, they have to believe that it's medically necessary. So when Got people it. have bariatric surgery, it's not necessarily doing as cheating because no, no, it's, it's not a cosmetic necessary. thing. I get it. No, no, I get it. It's 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 a it's a need. I totally get it. Not a not a vanity thing. Barbara, thank you for that. I got to keep moving. I'm going to go to Rehoboth Beach. Uh, Reho- pardon me, Rehoboth, Mass, not Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. John, what did you most want to say? 
Hey, it's great to talk to you. Um, I was just going to say my wife uh, lost about 75, 80 pounds over the last couple of years. And at first when she lost, probably 20 pounds is really noticeable. And, and she was actually kind of confused when people didn't mention it. Uh, and then it got to the point where it was really the only conversation that uh, everyone was having with her. And it was always about her weight loss and how she did it and talking about their plans. And it started to actually get kind of annoying for her to only talk about that. Um, but that's kind of, she did it all natural. She uh, signed up with the nutrition, tr nutritionist. Um, but she thinks any way that you can do it, um, you can, you can go about it. I mean, okay. So your wife, diet, your wife but, who has, who has dropped 70 does not resent those who today through meds are able to do likewise without the effort that she went through. Not at all. Not at all. She thinks, however, they got to get there. They got to get there. Um, one right. thing with, with some of those types of uh, situations, she does feel like they might gain it back because she says she's not on a diet. She's on a lifestyle change. Um, right. So that's the reason why she's been able to keep it off. And, you know, if she does go up, you know, five or 10 pounds, she doesn't really, she's not too concerned with it because she knows that she understands what she needs to do to get it off again. John, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Good luck to your wife. TC, is anybody voting on today's poll question? Today's poll question asks, are those losing weight through new meds taking the easy way out? So almost 12,000 people have already voted, which is a big number for this mm -hmm. time of day. And it is running 56 percent. Oh, 56 percent to uh, 44 percent. Oh, OK, what I like your it. opinion on this. I, I like I like the fact that it's close. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't like the 80 20s yeah. like like yesterday. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS.
Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. We're right now addressing today's poll question, which is, are those losing weight through new meds taking the easy way out? Let's move quickly, though, because everybody wants to play. Kimberly, you're in Orange County, California. Uh, I understand you're on Ozempic and have been for a period of weeks. How's it going? I love it. Oh, 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 Ozempic. <laughs> Any fantastic. side effects? Any side effects for you? Um, every once in a while, I might get a little queasy, but other than right. that, no, it's, it's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. And are you on it for weight or health generally or why? Um, you know, I, I, I almost compare it to somebody who has like maybe who has um, mental illness, like maybe um, a depression and they take an antidepressant. Right. It's just it's just another tool for me. to. I've grown up since I was 12 years old having to battle with weight and having something like this is has just been a, a, a game changer for me. How much have you lost? Um, I, it's been, I'm going on my fifth week and I'm down 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. What's the goal? I, I would love to get, uh, I mean, I would love to get to 150. I mean, I'm, I'm 55. I think 150 would be at my, my goal. I'm, I'm at a little over 200. So uh, if I can lose 50 pounds, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> what, what, uh, well, one last thing. What of my comment earlier that food is one of the great joys of life? Do you miss having a reduced appetite? Do you miss your ability to eat more or, no. or lack of desire? Is, no, no, I still am hungry. You know, I still like, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to eat. But you'll take like a couple bites and you're just like, oh, I'm done. I don't want to eat anymore. Hmm. So you're still craving the things you still want to eat, but you're just maybe have a three bites of it. And you're like, oh, I just don't want to eat anymore. I wonder if, uh, good luck, Kimberly. Hope you get uh, to your goal. I wonder if restaurants will respond with smaller portion size for the number among us. It depends if we get that many people on Ozempic. I think right now <laughs> the portion sizes are still safe. Eddie, you think this conversation is too much on vanity and not, about, not enough on health. Go ahead and redirect it. I do. I'm your old friend, Dr. Eddie from Palm Springs. Um, nice. Hi, Eddie. retired and moved to Ohio. But okay. yes, we, you know, I've used Ozempic uh, uh, for years. What we try to do as physicians is is uh, combat obesity. Ozempic is not a panacea. Neither is lifestyle change. Neither is Atkins. Neither is gastric bypass. The whole goal here is to lose weight. Obesity has so many comorbidities, heart disease, um, diabetes, uh, heart, uh, uh, high blood pressure, that the goal here is not the vanity aspect of it. I'm sure that one might think that if one was overweight, but as a physician, we look at all of these tools. Ozempic is a great tool. It, it, isn't, it doesn't have as great a weight loss as, as you know, the, the top 1% might, might show, but it is a great tool like every other tool we use in lowering, in lowering the disease of obesity. So it sounds like you worry about those who want to be a social x-ray for vanity reasons who never were on the verge of being obese. I guess it would be Wagovi. It wouldn't be Ozempic. But is that a concern of yours? It is a concern because Ozempic's mechanism of action uh, works on your liver and your pancreas in order to Mm -hmm. slow the food release from your stomach. So there are side effects of it. Mm -hmm. And and it can be you're taking a diabetes medication when you're not a diabetic. So people who need to lose five pounds 
and have a good friend who's a doctor who's whatever the term is who just would would prescribe it willy-nilly i there there are problems with that you run a risk as a physician doing off-label stuff now this is off-label so you run a risk if there are side effects if somebody has a an untowered effect you know they end up with whatever in the hospital end up dying end up having any kind of problem it is it is an issue but but obesity as a disease Ozempic is great for it. All these GLP-1 inhibitors are great drugs to combat obesity. Eddie, thanks for that. We, we needed a little bit of, uh, of expertise, and you supplied it. Good luck in Ohio. David's in Chicago. David, your experience, over 100 pounds when you were 19. How'd you do that? Well, hi, Michael. I listen to you every day. Love your Thank show. You. Thank you. Um. I went on a liquid protein diet under the supervision of a doctor and I went from 306 pounds to 168 pounds in about 10 months. Damn. That's a lot. So yeah, I know. Um, and I'm very proud of myself for doing it. I'm not sure how I did it because I can't go between lunch and dinner now without snacking. But, um, if so, if they had a medication back then that I could go on, Instead of going through what I went through for a year, I would have done it in a second. And if somebody can take a medication to lose weight, more power to them. Have you been um, able to keep that weight I, off? I have. I'm, I'm 65 now. I weigh about 180 pounds. Um, so I've gained about you know, 12, 13 pounds since then in the last 50 years. So, yeah, I have been able to keep it off. But you, you must have, and, I was going to say, you must have made significant lifestyle changes to go from 306 to 168 and hold it. At 19 years old. Yes, I, I, I did. And um, it's, it's um, you know, to me, it's no different now than so- someone who's trying to quit smoking who, who uses a nicotine patch or medication mm-hmm. to reduce the cravings yeah, instead great. of going absolutely i agree you, with you you use whatever yeah whatever whatever tool and if i ran into a friend who i hadn't seen for quite a while and they had lost weight i wouldn't hesitate to tell them how good they looked i wouldn't even think twice about it yep, um, we've i'm not resolved even sure that. what this controversy yeah. is about yeah david david you look great oh. nice to see you how you been thank well, you david i appreciate it chuck is standing by in the lehigh valley hi chuck you're in allentown Hi, Michael. Um, thanks for taking my call. I, sure. I'm on Ozempic for diabetes, okay. um, and I've been on it for a while. It helped me to lose weight, and it also greatly lowered my A1C, which measures basically your blood sugar average. Since everybody has been taking this just for weight loss and not for diabetes, it's difficult to get at the pharmacy. So sometimes I can get it. Other times I've run out of it. Um, and I'm off of it sometimes for as long as a month. My A1C is going back up, and my weight is going back up, and I'm having more complications from the diabetes. I got it. So the, the people who are getting someone friendly to write a script for them who don't really need it for diabetes are cutting into the limited supply. Right, and I wonder why that's allowed. I wonder why doctors are allowed to do that. Uh, well, the doctor I that I have is just completely perplexed by it. What are the insurance, a different question, but what are the insurance implications? What are you paying out of pocket? What is covered and what's not covered for you, someone who really I needs actually, it? 
mine is actually all covered. All covered. All covered. And I will say I have um, what you would refer to as Obamacare insurance. Mm -hmm. Which means you went into an exchange and you bought it, but you're still in the hands of a private insurer, I take it, right? Right, right. Yeah. You know, and mine is completely covered. Okay, good. Good to know. And I, I, I love hearing that. That's great. Uh, this is uh, Ann in Rehoboth, Alabama. Wow, Rehoboth, Mass, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and Rehoboth, Alabama? Really? I didn't know that. Hey, Ann, I have a question. I have a question. I'm just wondering okay. if something triggered in your mind, like you're thinking, should I call? I don't know. I'm not going to call. And then all of a sudden you heard Rehoboth, Massachusetts, and you thought, damn it, I am going to call. Yes because I listen to you every day, and I've never called as fired up as I get about politics, but here I am calling about a stupid uh, diet shot. But yes, But do you think is. that psychologically, when you heard me say that location, it triggered you to call in a way that you might not otherwise? It was a sign, I guess. It was a sign. Okay, I don't know. there you go. Um, there you go. Anyway. I t- my husband has taken Ozempic for diabetes, um, and once his A1C got lower, he can no longer, the insurance doesn't pay for it, and it's about $1,000, and insurance mm. doesn't pay for it. So that, that just kind of lets you know. I was able to get Mongero, which is the weight loss one, which is very similar, um, and I was not borderline obese, but my cholesterol is high, and that's a genetic thing. And so I barely qualified to get it, but I did, and it has been completely life-changing for me. Um, I used to be a runner. I used to be in the gym. I used to eat right, but over the past couple of years, you know, life, just things, I had not done that, and your body picks up all these bad habits. And a lot of that had to do with confidence that as I gained weight, I wasn't confident to go do the things I'd always done, which not only included fitness, but included just socially going places. Like, I'd rather just be at home. Sure. Um, And so I've been on it since February and have lost almost 40 pounds um, and did not – I'm not trying to lose anymore, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But it has retaught me how to enjoy food without using food as a crutch. It has gotten me back in the gym. Um, because I have confidence now to go do the things, and I, and that may be a cop out. Are you gonna Are you gonna keep it. taking it? Uh, no, I am gonna lower to a maintenance, um, you know, dose part. Yeah, yeah. maintenance dose mm-hmm. for a prolonged amount of time because I feel like I'm where I need to be. But my question is, and I understand that there are side effects, and I don't. Let me say that. I know that there are. I don't fully understand it, and I'm sure doctors and all can say that. But the one thing I say to my husband all the time, like, people who are hooked on, you know, like, alcohol, and even I've heard people who smoke, it takes away any of that craving. So I don't, to me, I could almost see it as a preventative to things oh. more so than weight loss. And Wait I'm a minute. Sure so it's not just, it's not, why. it's not just limiting, it's not just limiting your your food desire, it's limiting other desires as well. Absolutely. I, I mean, know like, that. I've never, I've never been a big drinker, but, you know, we live close to the beach. So if I go to the beach, hey, it's a beach day, let's drink. No, right. I'm not interested. I get like one and I'm done. So I don't know. I mean, beach I really day. think, other than, yeah, the side effects, I really think it could help with some of these, I don't want to say addictions, but some of right. these. 
strong cravings that lead to other issues. But I, I'm sure I, there's a doctor who could say that. Okay. But yeah, anyway. yeah. We don't want to give out bad info. I totally agree. Well, thank you so much. However it is that you were motivated to call, I'm appreciative that, that you did. Thank you, Ann, and have a good weekend. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.